This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. So it's time to uh, ask some real questions here. Not, it's time to go deeper than, well, baseball's coming. Let's start to look at this, all right? Dalton Connect, Tennessee, Portal, Northern Colorado. You wanted him, you didn't get him. Ron Holland, you wanted him, he went to the G League instead of coming here. You didn't get him. Hunter Dickinson, you wanted him, you didn't get him. You have to ask yourself that um, moving forward, is Arkansas equipped to compete um, when when you are in on the top guys and you're not getting the top guys? I mean, you, well, Dickens, you have to ask the question. Dickinson was always going to Kansas. Unless something wild happened, he was always going there. Now, Ron Holland going to the G League, okay. No, I, I get that. Where he's scoring like 20 a game now, or now, something like Dalton that. Dalton Connect. I had I know I watched him in spurts. I hadn't watched a lot of Tennessee this year, and I'm watching him in the first half. And I mean, he's got everything you want. Yes. He, I, I say he reminds me of Kawhi Leonard, and I don't know why. He it's just it, it's the way he plays. He looks he looks like Kawhi Leonard right. when he's on the floor. And Must didn't get him, and, and I'm, Rick Barnes did of all people. When he at first was it the first quarter when Trey when he when Traymond Mark did the little flyby. And connect, I mean, it was two steps. Zim said this. Like, 17 feet in for him is two steps and he's yeah. to the rim. That's a guy. I mean, that's a dude. That's an NBA guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's a lottery pick or not, but that's an NBA guy. Well, if you want to move this thing, we can leave it the way it is. Everybody seemed to be pleased until this season with um, not going to the Final Four. Okay? So we can leave it the way it is. But if you'd like to move this thing to the next uh, iteration... If you'd like to move this thing to a possible Final Four run, you got to get a guy like that, and they haven't. And I don't know if they can. Maybe it's Musselman's recruiting. Maybe it's the fact that they don't have any NIL money. I don't know what it is. But Tennessee got that guy, and you didn't. And you have a better, historically, basketball program than they do. How, how many guys from last year's team are, are in the league now? Or, or in, in the G League or in the NBA? Four. So it's, it's Walsh, it's Nick Smith. It's Council, Anthony Black and Council. Anthony Black, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do three of those guys have in common? Freshmen. They're right. high school players. Yeah. And the good news is you're going to be able to turn this roster over in a couple of weeks and be done with it and, and start again. But are you going to get a guy like well, the next Connect? Or are you going to have to settle for, uh, you know, some of these other guys that got transferred in that, that just well, aren't as good? What if you went the high school route? And I know Musselman didn't particularly care for last year's theatrics, but. You know, Anthony Black, if you can get a, two of those guys, you're in pretty good shape. Dalton Connect is, you know, I don't know what he did at Northern Colorado last year, but he's an NBA guy now, and he is, he. I mean, he's special. And then you throw it, and, and the other thing is, he's got four other guys out there with him that can play. Ganey can play, Adu can play. Uh, I mean, they were just going up and down the floor, and, you know, for the first time, Menafield ran up against a guy who was as fast as he is. And you're just like, wow, that... that Ziegler, remember, Ziegler got hurt against Arkansas last year. Uh, hurt his knee at the end of the year. And that kind of sunk Tennessee. And, man, that's a good basketball team. And Connect is is their leader. He's their best player. But when you're looking at, you know, what you're going to do as far as next year, man, you got to get you got to get some youth in there. Some guys that, that you can kind of mold. Uh, Anthony Black, when he, came to, when he came to Arkansas, was not a finished product. By the time he left, he was. 
He was ready for the league. Same thing with Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh, you know, he had his issues at the end of last year. Nick Smith, you know, who knows? But, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's an NIL thing. I don't know if it's – they maybe they went for a certain look this year, a certain type of player. That's what it looks like to me, was they went for a certain type of player and they just whiffed on their evaluations. Well, they didn't get those three players that I mentioned, and that would have made this a – They were never going to get Hunter Dickinson. Okay, well, they didn't get never, two out of the three. And, and Holland, once the G League entered the, the equation, I mean, all schools were out at that point. But now Connect, that, that's a guy you would have a reasonable shot at. And they didn't get they him. They didn't get him. And they didn't get him. And, I mean, you have to ask the question. I mean, a reasonable person would ask the question, well, next year there's going to be another guy at some northern Colorado place, well, and are we going to be able to get him? One, one of the things Musselman does is they they acquire their team very quickly when the portal opens. They get you know six or seven guys in a couple of weeks. And remember, Alabama got that guy from North Dakota State late last year, um, late, late in the transfer window. And, you know, uh, Casey's talking about uh, Mac over at uh, South Carolina. They, they, it, last year just seemed like they went, they were looking for, they were looking for seven Ricky Councils. And they got guys that are that dimension, but they're not Ricky Council. Ricky Council, totally different player. But you get, hey, look, you're going to get a chance to turn it over. And, you know, I don't know who stays. You know, I, I would imagine Menafield's probably going to be on the roster next year. But past that, I think you're, it's, it's case by case. This muscle muscleman, by the way, is um is a uh, gearing up towards uh getting a new uh contract or some sort here. So how's that going to go when you have a five hundred well, or worse if, season? Well, I mean, if you take it at if you take th- it, take it in a four year window, they've been pretty good. Yeah, an off year. Is it a one off? Is it an an anomaly or is it the new pattern? Which um you know with Pittman, he took off real fast and then it slowly backslid. With Musselman, I think you're you're more likely to go back up than you are to continue a backward slide. Yeah, but that's just a guess. I mean, that's a guess today. The league's good. I mean, the league's deep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a great team, but there's a lot of really good ones. Bama's one of those teams. Auburn's one of those teams. I think South Carolina's one of those teams. T- Tennessee is definitely one of those teams. And they're looking up at all of them except Vanderbilt, Missouri. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, let's see here. Nate in Fayetteville on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Um, hold on. Skeeter's right. Turn the phones Ske- on. Skeeter's right. They finished 10th last year in the league. This has been a back. They've been backsliding in the league. Right. So how can you acquire, like, how can you have all that talent last year and be, tw- and be <laughs> 11, 10th? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Other than Musselman's a lousy in-game coach. He may be a great game planner. We have a lot of evidence to suggest he's a great game planner. We don't have a lot of evidence that he's a great in-game coach. I asked Matt this question last night when we were doing Hog Reaction. Is does there are teams where you can have a guy like I'm trying to like a JD Note. JD Note took to this kind of coaching where it was like, just give me more, give me more, give me more. Is there a point at which you give them too much and it becomes paralysis by analysis? Then what are the five things you do well? Go do those things and we'll and we'll work out from there. You'll find something that they do well. And Matt, I mean, pro- accurately pointed out, they don't do five things well right, right. now. Yeah. But some of that may be that, you know, you're pushing so many buttons that, you know, you're the, the kids are lost. Yeah. And and I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. I'm just I'm I'm thinking of you know a bus- solving a business problem is maybe we strip it down and simplify everything. This is Gus's thing. Simple's fast. You know, s- simplify this thing. 
Um, they've got to be better on transition defense. They were bad last night. I mean, Tennessee's beating them down the floor, and, and you got to stop turning the ball over. 28 points off turnovers, 48 points in the paint. They shot 57% from the floor. Yeah. 57%. You can't do that in a video game. Yeah. Just it, it, it was hard to watch last night. And I don't think it's an effort thing. I, I honestly, I don't. I, th- I don't think it's an effort thing. I, th- I think they're, this, is the, this is what they are. Well, when it gets to 30 down at home, it's an effort thing. I, I don't Team, know. Teams with any kind, of, uh, it, it, any kind of competitive spirit don't get beat by 30 multiple times on the home floor. If they're, if they're not talented, they may against really good teams. I don't think so. Uh, I, I, I don't think they're, that, they're I, that devoid of I, talent. I, I, I hate questioning effort because we don't know. But I can question execution. And there was a lack of it last night. And it, it's, it was hard to watch at times because you knew coming down the floor, it also felt like they started pressing a little bit. It got to a, like Tennessee got up 10. And you could you got that oh no here we go again feeling and the avalanche just started and then ten became fifteen fifteen becomes twenty and they can't stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't keep like multiple things here cannot be true at the same time. You can't keep recruiting you know top ten five classes and then finishing tenth and twelfth in your conference. Something doesn't add up here. Okay, either. These guys are massively overrated by the recruiting people, or you can't coach. Right. One or the other. <laughs> I'm going to use a big word here, and I, and I apologize to the kids in the car. Poppycock is the word we're going to use. Recruiting rankings are poppycock. They are crap. The people who are doing the evaluations, it has been proven, ha- time and time again, have vested interests in access to certain players. They might get an extra star for being a great player. You can't compare, say, Dalton Connect. You can't compare his experience at Northern Colorado with what he's getting at Tennessee. So two completely different worlds. So somebody who averages 11 at Temple walking into the SEC, we're, I mean, you're taking a major step up. It, you know, the, the, the recruiting rankings, all that crap, whatever. You can't get beat by 30 at home twice. You just can't. And, and, and carry yourself in a certain way. You can't, you know... You, you can't scoff at the fans. You can't do all that stuff when you lose by 30 twice at home if you claim to be a good basketball program. Arkansas is a better basketball program overall than this, whatever this is. This is. I'm hoping this is a one-off. I got a text from a former player last night. So this is the worst team he's seen. Mm. Just and and you know it may not be record-wise because I know there was an offer yeah. or one you know a one-win season in there. They it, went two and fourteen in '09 under uh, Pelfrey. Yeah, there's the worst team since then. That that team's still out there, but this is you know and and Matt said this last night. It was a great point. You look at Ronnie Brewer on the bench. Ronnie Brewer's in college right now. He's the best player on that team, right? There isn't a guy sure, that's even close to him. It's not 2004. But, but, but I'm problem. saying, I mean, like Ronnie Brewer types. Once walked, you know, walked up and down that floor, and there's not a guy that's even close to that. Yeah. There's not a guy that's close to Michael Qualls. So here's the thing then. If the recruiting rankings are crap, don't sell them to your fans. And that's what they do. Uh, yeah, they, they do. You, you don't sell it then. It's all, it's all this merry-go-round, uh, you know, over and over and over again, if, that, if that's not the way it is. But... You can't argue that the team at the top of the recruiting rankings are always the best teams every single year. So there is some validity I, I, and, to it. And I, maybe, maybe I should clarify this. I think the high school rankings are more accurate than the portal rankings. The portal rankings, it, this just seems like, you know, we're celebrating small things. Hey, we got, you know, the, the, we got the best of the cast-offs. And congratulations. I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I know what I see. 
And I'm pretty good at kind of analyzing what I see. And this team just doesn't have it. They don't have enough to compete with the top teams in the league, let alone the top teams in the country, which makes the Duke win even more inexplicable. That is the most perplexing moment. They beat Purdue! In a game that didn't count. In a game that didn't count, but they still beat them. But it didn't count. I think we can quit celebrating the Purdue win now. This team sucks. I'm not talking about (laughs) celebrating the win. I'm simply pointing out that they hung with Purdue. The number one team in the country that is blowing through everybody. In a practice. Then they beat Duke. Yes, that what, in a real game. What happened after November the 29th? What yeah. happened? Something happened. Because that team has not looked the same since then. Yeah. The, the name, I mean, the bodies and the jerseys are still the same. But something happened on November the 30th that caused this team to just go into a funk. No. Duke's got to be sitting over there kicking themselves. They're going to wind up as a three seed because of the loss yes, to Arkansas. That's right. They could have been. They yeah. could have been a two, a two or a one, one, and the committee's going to go. You lost to Arkansas. <laughs> that's Get right. out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that that cannot be. Yeah, explained. yeah. Here's Brandon saying it was their miracle, miracle game. Guys, they beat Duke. This wasn't like they won it on a buzzer beater. They beat them. Beat them. This was not a game that was where we go. Ah, Arkansas got lucky. They beat them. Now, your most talented player is an MIA. I don't know if Brazil's going to play again. But who knows? Uh, Nobody knows at this point. But something happened after November the 29th that has sent this thing just spiraling off the road. I I don't know. Maybe guys aren't getting their checks on time. Maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, the uh, outside, and you know, this is this is somewhat important because you know a lot of people uh, um, that aren't here. There are more people that aren't here than are here. Arkansas's NIL reputation around the league is a total joke. Like schools are making comments like, "Just don't be like Arkansas in NIL." So that should tell you uh, where things are. But hey, you know what? Go get your free hoodie. All right, with with your complimentary, uh, 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 you know. Access or whatever it is. Go get your free FaceTime with uh, with somebody. Here's Casey Nozark. And, and Casey, I'm going to send you back to the internet in a second. He says, I have a problem with the way Musk coaches offensive spacing. If you go look up the scouting reports on Nick Smith Jr. last year, which I did, there is one particular scouting report which talks about the offense being the worst spacing that scout had ever seen. Yeah. Now, that's not a Nick Smith problem. That's not a Jordan Walsh problem. That's not an Anthony Black problem. That's that's that penalty box full of coaches. That's their problem. Yeah. And and that's not me. I mean, this is a scout who said this is the worst spacing he's seen in 32 years of doing it. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile device. 
Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. You know what I saw today that just all I could do was just roll my eyes and go, God, here we go again. One of the local uh, news uh, programs, they ran a poll. What are your expectations for the baseball team? 56% national championship. Wow. Well, they're going to win it. Here we go again. 48 and 8. Here we go again. 48 and 8. If you ran that poll in October about the men's basketball team, 56% would have said the expectation is national championship. Folks, I know there's lists and there's picks and there's all this uh, preseason stuff. None of it matters until they start playing the games. You should not have any expectations until about April 30th. All right? That's when you can determine what your team's going to be. But until then, it's just a, it's an uneducated guess right now. You can have all the talent in the world, but if it doesn't pull together, you don't have anything. And I just, I just sat there. I'm like, God, here we go again. These people are getting taken for a ride again. Again, they're being taken for a ride, and they don't even know it. Again, I would like to reiterate Rhett's text. Good luck, Razorback Baseball. <laughs> no no pressure. pressure. That's right. Uh, Corey B. would like to know, uh, do you think the baseball team wins the national title by double digits? Without question. Uh, 48 and 8. They may not lose a league game. They're that good. Uh, then should not lose something in the regional. Uh, you know, book, your, book your rooms in Omaha. Let me tell you something. That is a foregone conclusion. The expectations are so out of control with baseball, there's no way they can meet them. Even if they wish to win a national title, I think people will complain because they did because they lost, you know, nine games instead of four. You know, like it's just the this place is so I don't know how to describe it. But everything is all out of whack. It's just all this hyperbole and manufactured and it's just it's all out of whack. There is nothing reasonable about anything involved with sports in this state, nothing at all. And it is to their detriment because now they could go to Omaha and then lose, and guess what? Everybody's going to get mad again. <laughs> I mean, it's just, which is incredible. Sounds good to me. It's incredible. Uh, Derek, right now you can get a room at the Peregrine Omaha downtown for three seventy six a night. Uh, let's They're, see here. They will, ah, the extended stay, America Select Suite, $62 in I don't, Omaha. I don't, have many, uh, I don't have many doubts here, right. um, but I have no doubt that this team will disappoint you. They all, every team does because it's not their fault. It's yours. (laughs) It's not their fault that they'll disappoint you. It's your fault. Uh, Men's basketball. It's not their fault. It's ours. It's yours. You thought they'd go to this team would go to the final four. Why? Again, uh, from Rhett in Missouri, uh, best of luck, Razorback (laughs) baseball. No pressure. That's right. There is no, there is no doubt in my mind. They will disappoint and you can interpret that however you want. But they're not going to live up to your expectations because your expectations are not in reality. Uh, Derek, that's what I said. Super 8 by Wyndham right now, getting a 6.5 out of 10. You can get it for $94 a night. They six have and seven. a half. They have seven left. It, they, it got appears, an, they got outdoor, outside doors well, or that's, inside it, doors. It appears as though the doors are on the inside. So this, this, feels, like, uh, this feels like the deal right there. I don't see what Justin and Rogers is uh, looking for here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, Justin. Hey guys, uh, here are you talking about making reservations? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, 
I know there's a uh, really nice Hilton right across the road from the stadium. Okay. About 65 feet. Yeah, about 65 feet away. Uh, I've seen Paris there once about four years ago. Um, Anyways, uh, from this is my point of view from a long time Razorback fan. I lived here my whole life. Um, football come, football season comes and goes. And on Saturday, I watched the the best game on TV. Not necessarily the Hogs. I watched the best game on TV. Uh, basketball, you know, it, it's usually good for about half a season because I I feel I'm a realistic fan. Um, every so often, we we get thrown a bone and. And we go to the Sweet 16, and that's great. Uh, I was alive and watching, watching live when Scotty Thurman hit when Scotty Thurman hit his shot. But uh, baseball, that's the that's the two year two months out of the out of the year that we actually get to enjoy ourselves. So my my suggestion is all these so called Razorback fans that you just chill out and uh, enjoy the ride and then watch some other ball games and. Uh, Thank God for baseball season. So you're saying I should put you down for one room at the Wyndham? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. There's a uh, there's a place called the Moxie, which is getting oh, wow. five for five hundred seventy two dollars a night. I'm willing do, to take a party of twelve. Wait a minute. Do we um 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 do we have a block of rooms available? Like are we no, Ruskin no, no, exact no, no, code? No, no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna put okay. a block of people in one room. Oh, I see. All right. Justin, thank you. That's 12, a very that's 12. a very reasonable phone yeah, call, Justin. and it's nice to know that there are people out there. Um but um, that's uh, I appreciate that very twelve much. people to a room five hundred yeah. and seven DQ. What's five seventy two divided by twelve? What's that going to come to a night? And that seems reasonable. The right? only thing certain is well, that forty five dollars. Forty five dollars, Derek. Oh, okay, we can we can swing that right. Yeah, absolutely. Now who gets tie? Not it. We'll put him on one of those luggage carts with the rail <laughs> with the with that big with the big bar on the top yeah. that rolls push around. Push him down there. Push him down the hallway. Yeah, that's what we'll do there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, are you a real the hotel? Only, if you don't listen, have one of those? I've I've done this. No, you're not a okay. real hotel if you don't right. have one of those. Thank no, you. and you have to have inside doors. Oh, I'm not staying yeah, in no days no, no, in no, 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 or whatever. I'm I'm with you on that too. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not. not a, I'm, I've gotten too old. For I'm not going to a hostel. Outside. All right, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Uh, Hacker wants to know if Ty already has his Omaha trip planned. No, actually, he he was asking me today. He's going to South Bend this fall, and he's asking me for like places to stay. And I like I hung up with him, and I felt bad for a second because we are so, at very different stages of life. So, you know, Notre Dame is going to lose that game, right? <laughs> what no, game I, is it? I hadn't thought about that. What Pl- game is Florida it? State? Oh yeah, Florida State's going to win by double digits. Ty, you can't go. <laughs> you just you can't go. You can go to the Northern Illinois game. That's fine. Get him thrown off the flight. Tell him he's a have oh, him yeah. sick, tell him he's a security risk or something. Uh, yeah, TSA. There's a Ty Richardson on board. <laughs> He's got explosives strapped to his, strapped oh, God, to his chest. Come. Irish by double digits. No. Here's what I know. All right, yeah. I have sat here for more hours than I care to admit in my life, and the only thing certain is you being disappointed in the Razorbacks. That's the only thing. That is the, the as James Earl Jones would say in um in in Field of Dreams. The one constant through all the years, Ray. Is disappointment. Arkansas has been paved over by a steam shovel, blown over and built again. But the one constant ray is disappointment. That's it. 
So just have fun. Have some beers in the parking lot in the hog pen. Try not to freeze out there. Great. But stop expecting Hold championships. On. I mean, come on. Great text here from the 479. Reasonable fan. Uh, do you guys recommend a full back baseball national championship <laughs> tattoo or just the less obvious neck tattoo? You got to go tramp stamp. You got to oh, go yeah, tramp yeah, stamp. Yes. There. It, look, if, if that's you, a must if situation. You're go, if you're going to get a national championship tattoo, you have to make it as cheesy as is humanly possible. Right. The, right. the lower national back. championship tramp stamp. I tell you what, it's absolutely that that would be the low point of your life. I tell you what, yep. if they win it all, Dave better get a tramp stamp. I mean, that would be the only thing. I mean, that'd be perfect, right? I mean, come on. That'd be pretty fine. Oh, you should do it, that. It would be called a champ stamp. Well played. So well done. Well done, Texter. That's right. You have a heart of a Razorback. We'll get that, you a that's, sticker. That's what it should say. You have the heart of a Razorback. <laughs> National Champions 2024. <laughs> it's just so out of control. And then. I, 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 I feel like, you know, I feel like we have to explain. Like, you understand baseball. Yeah. Some people understand right. baseball. A lot of these nudniks don't understand baseball. It's not football. You don't go 56-0, and 0, all right? This is not how this works, all right? No, I, I think people realize there are, there are losses built in. Some, two not two, most. Two out of three is what you're looking for. Now, let, let's say they win the national title, and you're going to go get the champ stamp. And, <laughs> okay. it, it, you know, you get the thing, and you get the Razorback put on it. Would you get the call the next day? Uh, Mr. Ruskin, you're going to have to delete that. We own that. <laughs> yeah, they own the champ stamp. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Craig yeah. and Elkin says you put it across the crack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know my mic was on. Uh, man, Craig and Elkin's bringing it today. Yeah, That's really. pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> I just, just, I just wish that. If I could get a wish, um, I would wish that everyone would just expect more wins than losses and just be happy. No, you can't accept that. But if you expect championships, it's just you're, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You live to be disappointed because you want to have something to complain about. And it's not fair to them. It's not fair to Dave. It's not fair. 48 and 8. God, shut up. You're not helping. <laughs> like double digits. Don't help it. They're don't gonna smooth. Win. They're going to win the SEC by double digits. Right. Ten games. Exactly. Ten yeah. games. Because nobody else in this league. No, they they're can't. They're no. just a bunch no. of pushovers. LSU, All these other teams suck. Yeah, Mississippi, right. Mississippi. Nobody else is trying. Tennessee's not trying. No. Well, they got by 10. LSU won the whole thing last year. Did they're they? not trying. Did they Didn't win they? The I think they did. Vanderbilt still playing baseball? Yeah, they're still in there. Yeah. Hey, Vanderbilt baseball. No pressure. That's what I wish. I know, uh, you know, just, just have fun, you know, hang out with people, watch some games. But, uh, I mean, to, to expect, you know, mm. like, uh, I, I don't this know. Is a, this is a problem. Expect them to not run out of beer at the stadium. That's a reasonable expectation, I think. Got to raise the bar in the expectations. It's a prophecy. They're winning. I told you that this morning. They're going to win it. They're going to win it. Carson Shaddy, the whole thing goes away. Nobody remembers that. He's welcomed home like Buckner. All goes away this year. This is a sign. Your football team sucks. Your basketball team sucks. Baseball will save you. What about the first time the baseball team loses two out of three on a weekend and uh, the NIL people stop paying? What happens then? That's not going to happen. Dave, Dave's got a grip <laughs> on it. It's not going to happen. It's, it's happening now. Dave's got a grip on it. Dave's got a grip on it. Oh, it's fine. Wow. 
also be a one. Well, it's not going to happen. It's baseball. No, it's be, it's intercollegiate sports. Nobody knows they'll, nothing, they'll man. I'm telling you. Blow through. I mean, they're going to be hosted. Don't, don't you worry. They were hosted it's, last year. They got worked on their own field. Yeah, they did. Got beat by 40 runs in a game. Yeah, it seemed it was, like it was it was pretty bad. But it's not. But that was last year. I mean, Dave said it is at his thing yesterday. What? He's got a four man rotation. He can't remember the last time he could say, "Hey, TBA is not pitching on Monday." Yeah. We'll see about that. They are loaded and ready to go. We'll see about They've that. They've seen what's happening. They also know if they win, they don't get paid. Yeah, that's the mo- if you if yeah. you don't win, you don't get paid. That's All how it right. works over there, apparently. Somebody needs a scholarship. <laughs> Fine. I just don't like I I can't believe this is happening again. Well, I can, but I also at the same time can't believe this is happening again. I mean, these are the exact precise same conversations that happened on October 15th before basketball. I don't like all and this how's that team stuff. going? I don't like all this negativity. What are you talking about negativity? Dave I'm, is I'm trying to save you from yourself. That's what I'm trying to do. Put the knife down. 48 and 8. <laughs> 48 and 8. They're going to sweep this weekend. Win them all. Mercy rule them all. <sighs> you don't help, by the way. <laughs> You don't help. <laughs> Ask yourself this. Am I trying? No, you're not no, trying. No, no, no. I'm not trying. No. no. Not at no. All. 48 and 8. No. No. I'll drop a midweek game that, they, that you don't expect. Otherwise, it'd be 49 and 7. I'm just, I'm telling you, man. I The one constant is, well, we expected uh, we, we expected this and we got that. I mean, yeah. that's the one constant. This is the payoff year for the pitching lab. This is the year. This is the year. We see all that work. Right here. Right here. You know what? 49 and 7. Hell, 49 and 7. They might win 50. You don't even have this team winning 50 games? I know. Same on you. I know. I'm, I'm lowballing. How it. dare you? I lowballed them this year. See, this is how I know you're wrong. You don't even have them winning 50 uh-huh. games. 49 and 7. 51 and 5. One seed. Wake Forest, 51 and 5. Oh, boy. Yeah, there you go. Sean and Alma's on board. I'll be surprised if anyone gets a hit at all off of Hagen. Just, I wish that they don't get hurt when coming off the bus. That's all That's my all I expect. Anything else is a bonus after that. We live in an era of diminished expectations, Derek, and, yeah. and I'm surprised that you, of all people, are falling into this trap. I just hope that, uh, I hope both teams have fun. <laughs> And that Arkansas is uh, as healthy as can be this believe season. That's all have, I can hope for. Just believe in something you have no control over. Everything else is a bonus. I You're just, winning it all. It's all. Uh, I just. I, that's what I hope. And I, and I hope more people will will follow uh, this uh, this idea. You know, go to the game, listen to the game, however you consume it. Because some of you have been shut out of the games because you know you can't afford to go in there. Um, this, you know, what I just hope that um, happiness abounds. That guy said it was a two-month baseball season. This thing is its like five months, isn't it? I know most people pay attention for two weeks, but yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's like a, it's a lot longer than that. Picture this, a cold winter's night and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com.
The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. Uh, number one, if you want to see um, DQ make Winnie the Pooh cry, <laughs> uh, that photo is available on the Ruskin and Zach page on X. Now, is that true? Winnie the Pooh is in the open space, right? Yes. So we need a screenwriter. I've, I've got an idea for Both, a movie we called got JW. The, the Day Pooh Cried. <laughs> JW, about, we got a new idea. It'll be about a murderous baby. <laughs> so DQ, now that we've seen this photograph, uh, clearly Pooh is upset. Um, what yeah. happened? Well, so my parents took me to Disneyland. Why would you take a three-year-old to Disneyland? My mom was doing some kind of work thing uh, in Los Angeles. So oh, okay. my dad and myself went to uh, Anaheim mm-hmm. and for a weekend or so. And so we went to Disneyland. And my mom, we have a scrapbook of this. That's why I've seen all of these photos. Um. My mom wrote in almost every single caption because I looked upset in almost every single mm. photo. Or I either looked upset or my face was in my dad's shoulders uh-huh. for every photo. Um, my mom blamed it on the jet lag I was experiencing. <laughs> oh, that's cute. No. Uh, no. No, children are miserable people. Um, now, now, in this photo, your father has dark hair. Now, yeah. this, was, um, this would have been about 17 years ago. What happened? Well, I mean, he is 55, and he still does have... No, I, no. I mean, I don't want to be He's mean. He's got dark hair. I mean, he looks fit and healthy. I don't want to be mean, Zach. Do you feel like two daughters wore him down? He still has black hair. That wasn't my question. It's just he does have gray hair, but he still has black hair. Again, you haven't answered the question. You would be a lousy witness. Do you feel like two daughters have just worn him down? Per- no. Permission to treat the witness as hostile. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, even Pooh can see what's coming. Yeah. Poor Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I felt bad for Winnie the Pooh in the picture. <laughs> well, there's a photo of me standing next to Tigger and Eeyore. Mm-hmm. And I look, I'm not crying, but I, I look like I just got done crying. <laughs> probably from the, the Winnie the Pooh experience. Oh, probably from jet lag. Yeah. Yeah. It's obvious. <laughs> well, that's what my mom... Hold on. I'll read you a caption where my, my head was in my dad's shoulders, and it's a photo standing next to Mickey. The excuses we make for our children. Mickey and the Mouse. It says, Mickey and Minnie were the first ones we ran into. Olivia's, she said in quotes, jet lag oh. made her not ready to meet big mice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When jet lag is in quotes, yeah, it's not jet lag. <laughs> and this is right. the root of your fear of mascots. Yeah. Seems that way. Okay. Yeah. Jet lag is the root of it. That's right. Man, DQ, you didn't like anybody in the yeah, 100 really? Acre Wood, did you? Man. I might have, except that was my favorite. That was my favorite. Winnie the Pooh was, I loved Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, because you bullied him. Do we so, have that song, Winnie the Pooh? No, that, uh, what's that, uh, that, um, Pooh, down at Pooh Corner song? I hope Who did not. that? Uh, uh, Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins did that, did he? Is I that think right? so, yes. I believe he did. Christopher well, Robin. My mom said, after a good nap, I had a great afternoon. Hmm. Wow. Do we have any? So apparently, we do not have any Winnie the Pooh. I was no. tired in the morning because of the because of the jet, jet lag. lag. 
which I don't know if you guys have seen the Travis Kelsey mic'd up thing right after the Super Bowl. No. But he asked Taylor Swift how she wasn't jet lagged, and she said, jet lag is a choice. Nice. Oh, wow. Isn't that awesome? I like that. I like Hmm. that. Did she really say she was turned on? I read that somewhere. Excuse me? I haven't. After the game, they, they, they I'm happen. sorry. What? 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 That I, I, there was someone out there that said that uh, that that was what they overheard or something like that. I don't. know. I am the stud finder. <laughs> See, I, mean. I, I don't know. We'll get our textures to investigate uh-huh. that. Yes, here. and we'll look into that. A uh, hacker wants to know on the McClarty Hotline: Better at excuses, DQ's mom or Muscleman? Muscleman's not even making excuses anymore. He's not even bothering. Except griping about the schedule on a Wednesday, Saturday uh, turnaround. Uh, Sauce Fawcett has a text in. Speaking for two girl dads, the answer is yes, DQ. Yes. Yes. He still has some black hair. Right, because you moved out. Okay. It comes back. Abner uh, Abner claims this proves that uh, Taylor Swift is part of the coven. (laughs) <laughs> well, hang on. We got somebody going to Japan now. We'll ask Patricia when she uh, texts in if she has jet lag. Yeah. Uh, High Fat Carnivore has texted mm. in the show and wants to make Down at Pooh Corner the theme song of the mm. basketball team. <laughs> right? I don't know what that means, but it sounds fun. It doesn't sound positive. That's that's what I know for sure. Uh, here's oh, a text boy. out of the 479. One of the things that blows my mind about this team is the number of fast breaks they've given up after made baskets. Yeah. That's a thing. They get beat down the floor a lot. It's lack I, of that's lack of effort. Yeah, that is. Or that lack is of, la- maybe it's lack of attention because you know you're standing there, you're holding the pose, and your guy took off. Yeah, and then they they beat you back down the floor. They should never beat you back down the floor. Not after a made basket. They can't stop the ball. No, to save their lives either. Like that is a uh, that's they they can't like people. How many times do people go right down the boulevard and just you know lay it in, stuff it, whatever. It's 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 bad. Cemented our uh, our version of 007 says if you drink enough on the plane, you don't get jet lag. That's fair. Now he came back from Ireland with COVID. That's right. And and he had trouble keeping his pants on apparently. But other than that, it was terrific. Hearing about that, That you were here. That was unfortunate. Yeah, that was not great. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, he has three daughters. He has no hair. Here's the text. Yep. Did Gus Arsenal leaving make this big of a difference? Shane? No. It did not. It all sucks. No. Gus Arsenal is not the missing link on this team being eight and three instead of three and eight in the conference. No. It is no, that is not no, true. Th- this no. this team was poorly put together. The the evaluation no, the, the, on, on the talent. The reason this bad. team is three and eight is Eric Patrick Musselman. That's it. He built it. He destroyed it. Last year, he tore it down. He built it up, and it's not up to code. There you go. It's, it, it, it is a uh, poorly constructed team that has some flaws. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a very democratic they answer beat over there. Duke! Okay. They beat Duke! And How I want to talk do about that. I want to talk about the stupidest thing I read. Was this guy, uh, I forget his name. Yeah. It doesn't matter his name because he'll get mad if we say his name. But this guy who went after Jimmy on the internet said that uh, he was saying too many nice things about uh, about Tennessee. Listen, you idiot. Your team is getting their ass beat by 35 points. What's he supposed to say about Arkansas in a positive light? Well, that was I mean, a good what, miss. What, that was a good what, miss. What, what do good. you want from this man? 
I, I mean, come I, on. I think we have a fundamental misunderstanding of what Jimmy's job is. Jimmy's maybe, job is to promote Arkansas. That's his job. Oh, is that? Oh, oh, okay. I, I know that the pom-pom waivers, that's what they want. And Jimmy's an Arkansas guy. He went there. He so they figure, the road. they figure. Now, where was the where was the hate for Joe Klein the other night when he was saying nice things uh, during the Georgia game about Georgia? No. Joe Klein said some critical things about Arkansas, yes, too. Yes, he did. Pretty honest. So is Jimmy. Jimmy's right on the money. If yeah. you listen to what he says, he's right on the money. You may not like it, but he's always on the money. Yeah. No, it's 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 just it's just it's it's comical now. Like it's become if you criticize Jimmy Dykes, it's become the restaurant conversation yeah. that I always talk about. Like if you want to give me a restaurant recommendation for, you know, whatever. If I want a nice place and you tell me, you know, Burger King, you're not my restaurant person. If you now criticize um, Jimmy Dykes' basketball analysis ability, you're just not my evaluator right. of broadcasters. So, so you're this, just not. This guy's name is Jeff. Here, here's what he said. He said, you could not have been more pro-Tennessee tonight. Even <laughs> their third team you praised, but nothing about blocker or pinion. Here's why. The third team took the lead from 25 to 32. That's why. That's why. This is why. Jimmy's job is to, I mean, what are you going to say? I wish this was the old days where there was no text line. And if you wanted us, you had to call us. Because I would love to have a phone conversation with this person. I would love to have a phone conversation. Because I legitimately do not understand this world where the people on the TV are not allowed to talk about the other team, just your team. I don't understand this, and I want to know more. I want to know why. That's the deal. I, I want to know. I wish we. I wish we more than anything we could talk to people like this. You know, I'm but they with, probably don't listen to uh, us. Now, now I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy has taken a very fun approach to this. He now responds to some of these, but you know, it's in a in a non in an indirect way, right? And I'm sitting here reading the comments, and they're just tearing this guy apart. Um, <laughs> Again, Jimmy only cares about three things. Good game. Didn't get that. The equipment worked. Check. Check caches. That's all he yeah. cares about. He does not care if you win or lose. Doesn't right. care. Not one bit. Yeah. It's just, it's just, a, it's a, it's comedy. After every game now, I expect this. And it's just, uh, it's so funny to me. Patrick to watch in it. Colorado Springs, would Jimmy take advice from Jeff? Probably no, not. No, 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 absolutely not. No, no. And I went through Jeff's, uh, this, I'm sorry, we're, we're using his name. We shouldn't use his it's name, fine. Zach. We're going to get sued. No, we're not. He's probably very litigious, this man. No, using uh, his username is how you get sued. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, if you say the exact way for a person to be able to find, right. like, look him up, like his username, that's how you get sued. Wait a minute. Anyone <laughs> can be named Jeff. Wait a minute. That's a good point. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did you acquire this uh, this piece yeah, of information? You. It's not specific. Jeff. That's true. We know a lot of Jeffs. We do know a lot of Jeffs. Okay. Like you can say someone's name on the text line, but you can't give their number. Oh, I see. We should do that. (laughs) That's illegal. (laughs) Yeah, we can't do that. There's a couple people that you you guys need to have their phone number because they're just so, such a, you know, repulsive people that uh, that text us. We don't read them very often, but you know what I mean. Jimmy Um, doesn't care if you win or lose. He's there to do a clean game. That's all he's there to do. Yeah. And clearly, there are people still in the state who do not understand 
how Jimmy's job well, functions. There's people in this state that don't understand a lot of things. I understand, <laughs> but in this, but I'm talking about this particular window of the world. They don't know how Jimmy's job functions. I love talking to Jimmy because I learn something every single time I talk to him. Mm. Love talking to him. I watched the entire game. I didn't get that, Jeff. I'm sorry. And I guarantee you, if you watch the next game that he does, as a, as a non-biased observer, you'll go, you know what? Jimmy's pretty good at this. Man flew from Syracuse to XNA. There's not a direct flight from there. No, that took a minute. That, that, yeah, that, that was that, a minute. That was the all-day thing. Right? We're lucky we made, he made. Good thing it was an 8 o'clock tip. He may not have made it. Right. I mean, seriously. Remember that one game, he, made, he barely made it for a 6 o'clock tip. Uh, flying all day. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a... Uh, no, that's a difficult, we've, we've that's a difficult, this, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, ask. Yeah. We, yeah. We've gotten this text a couple of times. No, we are not giving out Brian and Ozark's phone number. By the way, this hour of the Ruskin is actually brought to you by cards and it's Brian and Ozark free. If you are looking for a company to dispose of your waste responsibly, cards recycling is your best option in Arkansas. No job too big or too small cards. Does it all eight, seven, seven, five, nine cards. Keeping this hour of the Ruskin and Zach show Brian and Ozark free. He did mm-hmm. make it onto the rush this morning. Oh, he did? Yeah, I don't know why they take his call. Uh, but, yeah, he made it on there. Made absolutely no sense. Is Texas good in basketball? They're okay. They're fine. Okay. I mean, Gus Frings, our head coach. Yeah, They're, they're fine. They lost to UCF. That's, that's, Ooh, a, non, that's a non-starter. I mean, we, you know, here's the other thing that I don't like about him is, like, he assumes we're fans, and so he's trying to, like, rip the Razorbacks like it's going to hurt our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I take a very Jimmy approach to this. That's right. I just want the equipment to work. Give me a good show and, and make sure my check cashes. Texas is unranked, and they're three back in the uh, mm. log jam that is the Big 12 uh, conference this year. But they play a team in front of them uh, this weekend. They play oh. Houston at the... Uh, oh, that's a quad one. At the Frutata Center or whatever that place is called at Houston. What is it called? I don't know. Frutata? Fertita? I, I, I don't know. It's a, the gym that Jim Nance helped build. They're at uh, Houston. Hello, friends. I have no idea. All right, fine. Uh, anyway, I I, uh, I absolutely love it now. I I, I love it because uh, it gives me something to yell about, and I like that when uh, the people are all like, uh, "You didn't say nice words about Martin." And you know he gets it. You know Kentucky fans hate him too. Oh like yeah, every fan base every, hates everybody hates every them. fan base hates you. Which as a broadcaster which, means you're really you're doing, good. You're doing your job. You are really you are good. Doing yeah. your job. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Now we got to work on Hutch because he's reengaging with people. And um, we we got we got we got we got to protect. Hutch him. is still not at that age where he just doesn't give a crap right, anymore. Right. When he gets there, it'll young. all open up for he's, him. The world is still, you know, he's pie eyed. He's yeah. looking at the world like you know, it's his oyster. It sucks out there, Hutch. You don't want this. Yeah. You just he, he's um he, he still cares too much, and he's got to get to our age where you just don't give a damn. And, right. And that's right, right. Uh, that's you know that's when that's when um Hutch will have his true moment of zen. That that's when that'll happen. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very liberating. It is when you can just do this stuff and not give a, a hot crap what anybody says out there. It's quite fun. We live in that space. Yes, we do. <laughs> we yes, do not we care. Truly don't care. But to be fair, nobody cares about us, so it kind of makes well, no, it easier. No, I feel like the Mary Band of Idiots. What we have done over four and almost five years is pare down to the Mary Band of Idiots. Right. We, we are we are talking to them and them only. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com.
Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. All righty, let's uh, go to the remote facilities of ESPN Arkansas where Chuck Barrett is standing by for his uh, court-appointed Thursday appearance here on Ruskin and Zach. Uh, hi, Chuck. Good afternoon. Now, what would make you guys think I don't like being on with you? <laughs> what would make you think that? <laughs> the hot mic at the end was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. I always make sure my mic's closed before I say that. That's an excellent Good tip to all you young yeah. broadcasters the out there. That's exactly right. Make sure the mic's off. Before, That's right. Before you, let, before you let it fly, let make sure the mic's off. Well, it's nice to be with you guys. The it, band's we, all back yeah, together. Yeah, we're all together, here. Yeah. We're all here. We're all uh, ready to go. All that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You want to? Uh, you got a text for this man? Uh, let us know here on the McClarty you know, Hotline at 866-285-4005. That's how you can uh, reach us. Uh, people are... Uh, Pretty excited about opening day, Chuck, as you well know. Yeah. Um, uh, I am, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're, we're ratcheting up the uh, unreasonable expectations again, and I'm getting very nervous over here. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, even if they, I mean, hey, they could go to the NCAA tournament and lose in the first round, and they'd be ahead of the game in terms of what we've seen so far. That's I, I think they'll do better than that when we get there. But uh, I know people are excited about it. I hear there's a flyover plan tomorrow. Oh. A flyover. A flyover at Ballmarker At, at a college baseball game. Wow. Yeah, isn't that but something? Do we yeah. know what sort of um, a plane will be flying over? I, I, no, I okay. don't. Now, oh. now I, I, I think they may have issued some kind of release on this. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know if I'm you know this or right not, uh, Chuck, but they don't include us on those. Uh, <laughs> no, I get the baseball <laughs> release. You guys got knocked off the mailing list? <laughs> no, no, it's the weirdest thing, Chuck. We get the baseball. I get the baseball releases and none of the other sports. Yeah. You would think the one I wouldn't get is the baseball releases, but that's the one I get all really? the time. Yeah, I don't. Wow. I, I don't understand. I can't, I'm looking for something on this flyover for you, but I can't. Uh, I can't find anything. Well, it was mentioned this morning. Actually, it yeah. was mentioned this morning. Ty Richardson. In his conversation with Dave Van Horn, it was a news-breaking oh. conversation. Yeah, Dave, uh, Dave actually brought it up. That was the first I'd heard of it. I'll be honest with you. You know, I heard, um, I, I heard a little bit about this, and I heard it was um, an unofficial, like, um, you know, opening day was an unofficial holiday. What are we doing? Th- this should be a de- from the from the governor's desk. Opening day for this baseball team should be some sort of a official proclamation or declaration or something like that. I mean, come on. Who could argue with Dave Van Horn, Razorback Baseball? I mean, it's America. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the first day for everybody. I mean, yeah. I got the uniform starting. I'm, I'm sure UALR is playing tomorrow, I would imagine. You know, governor's office is in Little Rock, so who oh. knows? Yeah. Chuck, can we talk about something important for just a second? Yeah. Um, Any, anytime you'd like. Uh, Detroit Mercy uh, broke a, a losing streak. They were 0-26 last night. Uh, they beat Uwe Pui. That's Indiana University of, uh, what is it? Purdue University, Purdue, Indianapolis. Right. They beat Uwe Pui. Right. Right. 
Um, what is the minimum number of people that you can have for a court storming? Uh, Detroit Mercy had one guy. <laughs> one. Really? One just guy. one, huh? One guy stormed the court. Hey, well, he had a moment to remember. Is he, that a fine? Does that league yeah, fine did, that would, guy? Would for... the SEC <laughs> fine the guy? Or did, I mean, how does that work? I don't know if one constitutes a court storming in the SEC. It's a court sachet. It's more of a disturbance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a... That guy gets tackled and asked to leave. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> One, huh? Yeah, they well, I mean, call- they were 0 26. There probably right. weren't many people. Like in, in, in European soccer, they would call that a pitch storming. So is it like, I mean, tech or like a pitch invasion? Can we, we call it an, I guess you have to more, have more people than that. I don't know. I was just, just thinking, one, huh? Yeah, just one. Just one guy. And he was out there just wow. celebrating by himself. That's man awesome. Was, man was dancing the, by himself. The league representative doesn't deal with Detroit Mercy. <laughs> they, he just walks up to that fan and goes, uh, You owe us this much for right, running on right. the field. Thank you. I don't know what the uh, – I don't again, I didn't know what the minimum number was. Does the league even have a policy for under five people? They may not even have a policy in the league fair, Detroit fair. Mercy's in. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. I, I, put it on the poll. Put it on the <laughs> yeah, poll. Yeah, well, okay, there you go. Put it on the poll. That's a poll for Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the information from the university doesn't say what type of pregame flyover, what aircraft okay. or whatever – uh, but uh, pregame introductions, I love that. When everybody lines up down the lines, I love that. That's that's a great part of uh, opening day or the playoffs or whatever. Um, uh, flyover, fireworks, and more highlight this unofficial that's state awesome. holiday, which should be an official state holiday. I mean, that's, that's what Sounds like they're pushing for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big Mike and Waldron, who is our conspiracy expert, says there's going to be some C-130s. Ooh. Okay. Those are big All planes. Right. That's, a, uh, that's right. That'll make some noise. Yeah, probably <laughs> dropping the, what are those, those entrails? You know, the, the stuff they put in the sky. It's all. Well, you know, you think about it. When you have flyovers at football games, there's 75,000 people there to drown out, the, you know, to absorb the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have, you know, I don't know how many people they're going to have tomorrow. It's going to be less than 75,000. My point is you're going to hear that thing. I oh, mean, yeah. It is going to be loud. I guess you know it's not that far from Drake Field, so yeah, I, I could see that. Yes, I could, I could, I could see that. Makes makes sense, but I don't know that. All right, we've got new information uh, coming okay, into the good. news center here that uh, the governor has declared a uh, really? some sort of a proclamation for uh, opening day. Let me see if I can uh, get a better version of this picture that was sent to us, so hmm. I can. Uh, yeah, here it is. It's officially uh, a proclamation has been uh, declared. I guess you you declare a proclamation, right? Well, you called for it, Ruskin, and just mere <laughs> it, it moments just, yeah. later, there it is. It moved the line. Is, it, it the was, po- is the podium coming? This was a <laughs> it's a nice podium. This was uh, <laughs> this was released at ten o'clock this morning. So I just wasn't paying attention apparently. But right. uh, yeah, there it is. I misspoke. They're contrails, not entrails. Entrails are your guts. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was bad. thinking that My when you bad. said that. In the world. My bad. Yeah. You look, that's that's look. quite a miss what right there. Want, what do you want for a journalism degree? I mean, come on. <laughs> you break. Wow. Man, you missed that one. Yeah, I whiffed on that one. Um. Okay, uh, this is uh, Chuck Barrett here uh, with us on Ruskin and Zach. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky. So, yeah, so it'll be a big deal over there. Hopefully, uh, the weather's not. I mean, it's going to be cold, but maybe it'll uh, not be precipitating of some sort and uh people can enjoy themselves out there tomorrow afternoon at uh at Baumwalker Stadium. Um like we have yes. to we have to address the game last night. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, we have to. <laughs> um a question I have Chuck and and you may have more information on this you may not is uh, Arkansas is just getting knocked around inside 48 points in the paint. Couldn't control Adu. Why 
was was Makai Mitchell sick, injured? He got 11 minutes last night. To me, that was you know that's your one inside presence, and I was just a little surprised that he didn't play more. Well, he, when he got to play, apparently he was not playing well in the eyes of the coaches. I guess would be the simplest okay. way to put it. Um, you know, I watch the ball, yeah, you know, and 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 if when the ball goes inside, I see what those guys are doing. But until then, I really don't. So. I'm not sure exactly what was going on in there, but I know that uh, you know they just didn't feel like they were getting what they needed. I guess. Mm. But yeah. no, to my knowledge, he wasn't okay. sick. Or I, all right, okay. I, 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 I mean that would make sense if he's not playing well. I mean they, everybody was getting beat inside, and to, to have you know, and Makai's played reasonably well here the last two weeks. Um, just to see him get 11 minutes last night was a little, little surprising. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it wasn't just Jonas Adu. I mean, that's a complete team. Um, frankly, I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest. Arkansas could have played their best players 40 minutes, and they'd have gotten beat. It might not have been by 29 points, but it might have been. Um, you know, Tennessee's a team that could go to the Final Four, and Arkansas is just not. So I thought the Razorbacks were overmatched last night, and uh, they played well in the first half or well, better than they had. Let's just put it that way. But they were still down six. And they had to have a call reverse to do that. So, um, and it got ugly very quickly in the second half. And I, I don't say that to denigrate Arkansas. I say that because I think Tennessee's really good. I, I think that's, I think it's the best team Barnes has had. I know their history in the NCAA tournament, but I'm going to tell you, he's not had a team like this that's gone to the NCAA tournament before. That's the best team we've seen this year. It was Ziegler last year that uh, got hurt against Arkansas and Knoxville, right, correct? Yeah, yeah he yeah. makes a huge difference for them. Just the way he the, – the pace that he plays makes a huge difference. Well, you know, last year I thought when he got hurt against us, it just altered the course of their season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, everything changed for them after that. You know, this guy in the three games before last night had been averaging 19.5 points, 9.5 assists, and four steals in the last three games. And Kentucky and LSU and A&M were in that mix. So uh, he's a great player. He's the one that makes him go. Uh, Connect is going to be the player of the year in the SEC, and he's going to get a lot of votes for Naismith player of the year. Uh, He's that good. You know, Josiah Jordan-James is a player that would be a star on a lot of teams. Vescovy. When he was a freshman, I thought he was the next, you know, Manu Ginobili. I thought he was going to be one of the dominant players in the league. And he's still a very good player. He's just on a very good team. So he's not called upon to score the way he was. And that kid that comes off the bench, um, he's a legit sixth man. Gain, I mean, gain, 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 Gainey. Gainey. Jordan yeah. Gainey. He's, the, he's a sixth man on a top ten team, which is what he is and what they are. So – um, I thought Arkansas just got beat by a better team last night. And, you know, the thing I was thinking about, Chuck, is, you know, Arkansas was in the mix for this uh, Dalton Connect guy in, in the portal. And uh, it's like, to me, you know, moving forward, the next, you know, guys like that, like uh, Northern Colorado or J.D. Note, Arkansas's got to get guys like that if they want to continue to uh, have teams that are making deep runs in the NCAA tournament. They've got a nice mix there. You know, Ziegler's been there a while. Adu's been there a while. Uh, Josiah Jordan-James has been there a while. They added Dalton Connect. I mean, he was the final piece. I think if you were to ask Rick Barnes, you know, he's he's the last piece to this puzzle. Uh, the other players have been there. Now, some of them came from other places. 
Ganey, I guess, came from South Carolina Upstate, um, which tells you again, you know, along with Connect at Northern Colorado, I mean, you can, you can go find them at places you wouldn't suspect. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Dalton Connect, his first school was Prairie View A&M. Wow. Then he went to Northeastern Junior College in Sterling, Colorado. And then he went to Northern Colorado oh. and played there, and now he's at Tennessee. I don't know what the deal was there, um, you know, but um, once he found a home, so to speak, um, he's a heck of a basketball player. Yeah, I heard uh, Z talking about him last night, and he's right. I mean, he gets an open lane, and he's 17 feet from the basket. It's two steps, and yeah. it's a two-hand flush, and it's down. That's an NBA guy. And, well, and, and and it was a very stark contrast watching him last night versus some of the other guys that were on the floor. Yeah, I'll say this about Dalton Connect. I mean, and, you know, I know it sounds a little weird for guys to sit here and talk about other guys' builds, but that guy is built like a stud, man. I mean, he is uh, – um, his upper body, the chest, the shoulders, he's a stud. And that's why when he goes to the basket – um. After you know, he's got a great first step, but once he starts going to the basket, it, it it's like watching a great running back in football. Guys just fall off of him. Um, when Connect goes to the rim, like he was last night, um, if you're gonna foul him, you better be a man, and I mean it better be a foul, because otherwise he's going to score and go to the free throw line. Um, this is a guy right now who's who's. His mind, he's young, his mind, his body, the whole thing, man. Everything's connecting right now for him. You know, I don't mean that as a pun on his name either, but, I mean, everything's coming together for him right now. And he's the best player I've seen in our league in a few years. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's something else, so. did Was it, was it as, I guess, noticeable, and you, you talk about his bill, but that was a very physically developed basketball team. That looked like, you know, just short of a, that looked like a G League team, you know, about to be NBA guys. Uh, that That's, you know, you talk about Connects Bill, but, I mean, Adu was the same way. I mean, guys were you know, bouncing off of them. Contact didn't seem to bother them. You know, when Adu got there as a freshman, he was just a, you know, he was 6'11 and klutzy and not really that good. And now he's got ball skills, man. I mean, he can. He can shoot. He can pass. He can step out. Um, he can dunk. Uh, he can do all those things. And uh, yeah, I, I think that of course some of it is their older guys. I mean, Vescovy's a fifth-year guy. James is a fifth-year guy. Um, you know, they've got players. You know, Adu's a junior, and he's been in their program throughout. He's been in their weight room the entire time, which I think is important. Um, they've got a nice mix. They've got a mix of guys who've been there, and then they've added a couple of pieces that have a chance to put them over the top. You know, I was listening to, um, the other day, and you know, before this game, a uh, topic uh, of the week has been you know the survey in the arena and what needs to happen here. And and I thought you made a, a point that uh, I completely agree with, in that whatever this vision is is not really being articulated in the best way possible by the athletic department right now. What do they want to do? Why do they want to do it? Uh, you know, it's all kind of people are not really clear on, on the plan and maybe because they don't have the plan yet, I guess. I don't know. Well, there is a plan and my understanding is it's, it's, it's been presented to the board and, and it, it may be out there for public consumption. Um, 
I'm not sure where, you know, there is going to be something happen with the arena. There, there needs to be some work done on the arena. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think right now it, it, it sounds to me like there, number one, are politics involved, which there always are. Uh, not everybody's on the same page on this in terms of what they'd like to see done. Um, but, you know, at this point, I, I think the average fan out there, I'm not sure they really understand what all this means other than their suspicion is it's going to cost them more money. And um, so there are some red flags being raised among some. And, look, there are others, I think, who are gung-ho and ready to rock and roll, and they want to be part of it. Um, so, but, yeah, I, I think at, at, at some point it's, um, um, it's going to have to be articulated well. And um, I'm not going to be, you know, say you know, they've not done a good job. I'm I'm not going to go that far. But I do think at some point it's 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 probably going to have to be articulated to people in a way that uh, they understand exactly what's going on. Now, having said all that, I do think it's you know the reality is when any athletic department goes through a you know they're going to renovate a building and they're going to use it with you know funds that are donated to the department. I, I mean, it's the people that are going to be given the money that they're trying to convince. Um, but I think it's the rank and file fan that worries that something's either about to be taken from them or is about to cost a whole lot money more money than it did before. So that's um, and look, let's let's be honest when you're not winning whatever objection people have to something's compounded. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's at play right now, too. We've got a couple of questions here on the uh, text line for you. Do, have you had a chance to watch the game at all? You know, watch the replay yeah, from watch last the replay. night? No. Okay. No, I, Jim, I thought Jimmy Dykes made a great point in the second half where Adu and, and the inside presence that, uh, that Tennessee had kind of made Arkansas a, a jump-shooting team. Guyman's got a question for you. He said, uh, do you think the turnovers last night had more to do with the mistakes for Tennessee's defense? Tennessee's defense? Uh, well, both, both. I think it's a combination of the two. I'm no coach, and I'm not going to try to sound like one. But I know that Tennessee's emphasis last night was to take away the pick and roll from Arkansas. And you talked about Mackay. You know, one of the things that Arkansas has done well lately with their big men is score off the pick and roll. Really, it was their offense for a couple of games there. You look at the numbers of Graham and Mitchell. Uh, a lot of that was off rolls to the basket. Uh, Tennessee made a concerted effort to uh, take that away. They wanted to force Arkansas to shoot threes and take away the pick and roll. So early in the ball game, they gave the threes and Arkansas made them. Uh, they kept giving the threes, and Arkansas started missing. They made their first three, and then they went five of 20. Um, second half, I mean, you know, frustration set in, and, and the shooting was terrible, and uh, the score got out of hand. But um, that was Tennessee's plan. I thought they they executed it well. That team's ranked eighth in the country, and Arkansas's a 500 team overall, sub-500 in conference. So – I don't think that we should make last night's game out to be about anything other than one team that's really good beat another team that's really not. Um, I thought Arkansas made mistakes. I thought at times they were careless with the ball. But Tennessee's done that to a lot of people this year, and they're not done doing it. 
Doc's got a question for you, Doc in Omaha. Uh, any plans to do any baseball games? Kind of, like, I know you did one. Was it last year? Year before? You did kind of a one-off deal. Any uh, baseball on the horizon? Yeah, there are a couple of games. Really? Um, early next month. Um, there's a Sunday game and a Tuesday game, if I remember right. Phil's got some kind of basketball conflict. So, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna dust off the old scorebook and. Go up there for a couple of games now, this year. Now I know last year. I mean, uh, people uh, people enjoyed the throwback. You were kind of hard on yourself uh, about the game. Can you relax and and try and enjoy these games and, and don't be so hard on yourself if it's not you know up to your very high standard? You know. <laughs> oh hey, I enjoy doing those games. I enjoy doing it. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's one of the few things in my life that when I sit back down, it feels like I never left. You want yeah. us to send DQ over there, make a little history. Um, you know, she'd be the youngest female broadcaster to ever yeah. do a Razorback baseball. <laughs> well, game. I mean, hey, the A's have the first right? female play-by-play announcer right. on uh, ma- major league television, local television, and really the underlying joy in all of this is it would just piss Ty off. <laughs> <laughs> Give DQ the run of Baum Walker Stadium. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You put just we'll put a headset on her. You know, make her like, like a, a sideline, like Doctor Jerry yeah. Punch. Yeah, right. Exactly. Something along those now. She is wearing a Tennessee sweatshirt today. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Wow. She yeah. is. Uh, Read the room. Uh-huh. Read the room. <laughs> it's the symbolism, Chuck. That's why. Read the room. It's too soon, DQ. <laughs> you know, she made Winnie the Pooh cry. I heard you guys saying that. What's the story there? Uh, DQ. <laughs> I was three in Disneyland, and? and I am scared of mascots and have always been. So whenever we went to go meet Winnie the Pooh and all of his friends, I started sobbing and screaming in my dad's <laughs> arms. And there is a photo taken that my my mom took of Winnie the Pooh with his hands, like wiping tears off his face, and oh I am gosh. and yeah. I am crying. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's if you want to see it, it's on Twitter at Ruskin Zach. Yeah, C I N Z A C H. We we like we call that photograph the day Pooh cried. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, yeah. uh, preying on her fears about of mascots, I had a strike from the NWA uh, Naturals come by yesterday and deliver her Valentine's present. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They've got a new mascot, right? Uh, or is it mascot, the same mascot? New clothes. New clothes. Yeah, he still yeah. changed his pants, but um, he's, okay. uh, he's got a different shirt on, got the new hat on, all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, new yellow cap yep. with that uh, that new uh, N on there that they've got. Yeah, it's a, it's a good look. It's a good look for a mascot, I suppose. Oh, oh man, Chuck, you're you're the perfect person to ask this because uh, you've seen all, you've seen it all, you've kind of done it all. Um, on Valentine's Day, is it the thought that counts? Because DQ <laughs> says sometimes. Well, it depends. It better be a really good thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can get away with that. You can get away with that, but um, don't try to do it every time. Ah, do it with uh, with with caution. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, you might every once in a while break out the, you know, it's the thought that counts. But there's got to be a present on either the front or the back end. I mean, you can't get away with that forever. Yeah. 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 I wore a jacket to dinner last night. Wow. Valentine's. How about that? Holy cow. Did you pay? Did you buy? I I did pay. Yes. All right. Yes, I did. I spent my uh, Valentine's with Matt Jones. That's that's what I did. (laughs) Doing hog reaction. That's right. How was the hog reaction last night? You know what? I didn't get a chance to listen. I love doing the hog reaction with Matt because I can ask Matt questions like like locker room type questions about, you know, psyche and all that stuff. Matt gets it. 
And Matt can explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old, which right. I truly appreciate. And he tolerates me. So, right. yeah, it, it was a great. late night action last yeah, night. Yeah, we broke midnight last night. Wow, uh, we, we, we did make it past midnight, which is, and I didn't get home till one and then had to get up at five. So, yeah, I'm in a great mood today. What time did we get off the air? A little after 11? Yeah, I want to talk to you about that, Chuck. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do with that. I don't have anything to do with it. No, it's not you. It's, it's, it's your boy in the studio. You know, maybe, well, maybe, maybe, you know, lean on him a little bit. Tighten it up. It? Yeah, look, if it's a 6 o'clock game and it's 9 o'clock, that's one thing. Yeah, you know what? T- talk away. 11.30, you know. Yeah, you know Move it along. Something. I hear you. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with it. I know. I know. I was, I was walking to my car. <laughs> wow, you blazed a trail out of there, did you? I do. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Last night, um, final score, throw the last break. Ten minutes later, I was... Halfway home. Huh. Nice. Uh, we're getting some questions for you again. Uh, text Riley 870 would like to know, are new tires for Valentine's Day acceptable? <laughs> oh, tires are expensive. Yeah. It's a great gift. Yeah. DQ is rolling around. On maybe a not a girlfriend. You know. Oh. The, well, I mean, you know, maybe a longtime girlfriend or a wife or something. If it's a... You know, if it's a new girlfriend, first off, that's a large investment. <laughs> but uh, right, right, right. I think you know, I, I, you're probably talking eight months. Uh, eight months in, I think you can go tires. Okay. It's two months right. per tire. It's the eighth <laughs> month, the tire it's, anniversary. It's two months <laughs> per tire. We've been dating eight months. I'm going to buy you a I'm new. I'm just set saying, of you know, like if Valentine's Day falls in the eighth <laughs> month, I think you're okay there. Okay. All right. Hey, that's a nice gift. Yeah. Eight months is the steel-belted radials. Uh, that's right. 100,000-mile warranty. That's right. Yes. Uh, DQ, he's a 10, but he gets you snow tires for Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, in Arkansas, that wouldn't really be useful. Whatever. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. It snows here sometimes. Right. Hey, if DQ's stuck in the snow, she'll... Uh... She'll eat those words. Right that's exactly there. right. right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's true. Chuck, scale of one to ten, ten being you could not be more excited, uh, one being you would rather do anything but. Uh, how excited are you to go to Starkville? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's um, – oh, I'm excited about it, you know. The it's very a very political that's, answer. That's a it's gotcha a, question, yeah. though. That yeah. is a gotcha question. Really? Holy Let me think God. about this for a minute. <laughs> Let me I, think about well, this I know trying to get Chuck. There are, hey, there, there are worse things I could be doing. Uh, okay, there are worse right. things I could be doing. I know Norm DeBryan wasn't a huge fan. Are you fan trying of to get to Chuck to trend no. on Bulldog Twitter? Is that what <laughs> you're trying right. to do over there? That's right. Oh, hey, I've, I've had this happen before. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. When I didn't know it was going to, so I, I don't, uh, I don't want to walk into a minefield. Well, again. I know. Norm- I will say this. I will say this. The people in Starkville are very nice, very friendly, and I've been there enough that I do know there are some decent places there. Yeah, Norm wasn't a huge fan of Starkville. Well, Fair. I don't know that anyone wants to go, but you, know, <laughs> you make the best of it. Right, okay. All right. All right. That was also Old Duty Noble. Like, the new one might be, you know, nicer than the old one. Just, to, just It's to right get. there by the hump. I mean, they are um, literally across the, the driveway from one another. Yeah, and you know, uh, another obscure uh, moment of trivia here. Um, I believe... The last triple play in Razorback baseball history was at Mississippi State, and you I called. Think you're right. You're right. We had that yep. clip in the old system somewhere. I don't know where it is now, but there were two triple plays in the 23 years that I did baseball. One was at the SEC tournament in '98, and the other one was that one. You remember triple plays? Yeah. And um, those were the only two I called in 23 years. But the last one was Ficcicello was playing first, and. Um, 
their coach did what college coaches way too often do, start the runners from first and second with less than two out. And um, or and there's nobody out. They start the runners from first and second. And uh, line drive to first and easy triple play. Yeah. Ficacello could have run down to second and made it an unassisted. There was that much time. But he's a team he player. He's not selfish. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Somebody else got to get in on that. That's yeah. right. I don't remember. He lined it to him. I, I, I think he – I think he stepped on the bag and threw to second, and they tagged. I forget exactly the sequence after he caught the ball, but you're right. That's exactly right. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.